0: Um, On the bottom right-hand side, the paragraph begins, she count their numbers, meaning, just like it says that uh, they counted out the place for David, which is the sense that there is a deficiency and something that is missing, because as is explained above, that the idea of the heavens not being purified in their eyes, that is, when it is elevated, in the absolute highest level of atzimus, and so too down here amongst the Jewish people that we say that we ask for forgiveness, lachlanu, because then we are being Mavara, we are identifying to the ultimate uh, sense of purity all of our sins, even the most subtle of subtle. um, And this is what it means, that is, to their count, kudahem, that is, that we explain the reason, why is it that we should count, that we should elevate, as remember the Pusik says, kisisa, if you elevate literally the head, um, that it, 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 in order that the um, intellect, the head, the moichin of Knesset Shisrael, that it should be counted, that is, it should be noted what is deficient and that, sufic- that deficiency that is attached to the neshama through the confusion and the mixture of that should be separated out, like at the time when death will be swallowed up, as we can understand. And this is what it means, that each person should give an atonement for his soul to Hashem, a, to- a term of koifer, of atonement, like it says that a person has to come and atone, kaper, that is, to remove the filth like it says, to atone for their souls. It is to remove and to separate out all of the evil and the bad from their soul and to separate out all of their sinful behavior through the half shekel that is given as a truma to Hashem because the karbonis, which are going to be purchased with these monies, will be consumed and burnt on the as completely in a fire that comes down in the shape of a line that consumes them. And this is that elevation of the utmost level that it transforms even the evil to good, like the melting of wax before fire. So too, the wicked will be uh, obliterated. And this is the half shekel, that you have the two ideas in the balance scale, that one goes down, the other goes up. That is, it elevates the 288 divine sparks as a true malah Hashem. However, this um, comparative elevation is going to match uh, commensurate with that which comes down below in the half shekel. On the right-hand side, like in the balance scale, that brings down through the three pathways of Torah and all of them representing the 248 obligatory commandments. This is just 248 methods through which we draw down from the highest of levels. Like it says, and he sanctifies us. And the more that the Jewish people are overwhelming in their acts of mitzvahs, so much more so do they shake and and create the measure of divine sanctity in abundance. And thus, they elevate the Jewish people to the highest of highest levels in direct uh, um, uh, correspondence to that quality. And this is why the wealthy may not add because this is all linked to mitzvahs. Like we know that the general idea of the Jewish people are that they are one being and the head is linked with the feet and therefore the rich, the poor are all identical in the half shekel. And the manner of which they bring this half shekel is the idea of the or the direct light of God. And then the reflective light, or choiza, which is all linked with the mitzvahs done by the Jewish people. This concludes this maimer. We're now on the left-hand column, what we refer to as Ahmed Beis of Daft Kufiyud Beis, and here the Alter Rebbe goes into some detailed explanation about the idea of the half shekel. So he begins with the the statement, which is that we are to understand the words based on what it says, Kisisa, when you raise up the half shekel. Now. The origin of this idea of lifting the heads of the Jewish people is like it says from Ramosh Zukkato and Pashas Bahar, that this idea of Re Amuna, a shepherd of faith. And this term shepherd also means a dear friend. Like he brings gifts of sustenance of divine faith, just as a shepherd sustains his, his flock, so too. The divine shepherd sustains us with Amunah, as it says in Zayar and Pashas Pinchas. And that's why Moshe is called the trusted shepherd, because he embeds trust in his flock, just as a shepherd literally will sustain and protect his flock and provide for them. Moshe protects and provides us with Amunah, for Moshe is the Yisoid Abba. Now, let's take a moment here to explain this idea. Yesoid, as we know, the word means to be a foundation. In the Sphiris, it's the idea of connection. And it's the connection that comes from the masculine, that is, the non-developed characteristic, which is similar to the idea of chesed. That chesed is unbridled, like the contribution of the father, which is then brought down to the mother, which is called amunah. So when we bring chesed into practicality, it becomes amunah. Why? Because the malchus, which is the implementation, receives from this unbridled level of Abba, of yisoid Abba, that founds the, fa- the child, because uh, the father's contribution is what allows for the creation of the child. And as it says in the Yitzchayim, that the elevation of the Gevura, which is the specification via the mother, through the Kavem Tsoi, the middle path. Remember cheser on the right side, Gvur on the left side, the combination of the two, into Ferris in the center, which also links Malchus all the way in the implementation, the most pragmatic, the most external, back to the origin. Because the whole goal, the Kesser, which sits on top of the head, which represents the ideal, must be manifest in the pragmatic. So Malchus is the pragmatic implementation, and Kesser is the conceptual value. And when Keser is expressed through Malchus, you have all of the qualities. And how is this effectuated? It has to be linked by the masculine unbridled energy called Yesui that links together the personal with the expression. That is, all of the internal meters, starting even with Keser, down to Malchus, which is why Keser and Malchus are not commonly or really ever listed together because keser is the conceptual and malchus is the pragmatic, Uh, and they can't can't, uh, exist concurrently. One would overwhelm or squash the other. And the mechanism of Yisait Abba is what links the two together. And the idea of the half-shekel is, like it says in Yitzchayim regarding Shavuos, how the keser of Zah, which is again the keser of the inter and the keser of Nukva, which is the quality of malchus, come about concurrently. And again, it doesn't appear that way, because the six internal me, this appeared to be completely private, and Malchus is completely public. The idea is that the chesed quality that is interferes, because remember, interferes is a combination of chesed and Gavura. that is, that chesed is divisible into two halves. One, that is the conceptual, sort of a conceptual concept, the ideal of chesed as it's contained. And and then there is the expressed chet, uh, uh, chet the expressed chesed. The second half, <coughs> excuse me, that is manifest down into the malchus quality. Now, when the chesed is elevated on high, it draws down the chesed into the internal midas. That is from the conceptual idea of chesed down into the character of chesed, from above to below, uh, all the way down into the structure of the anatomy that the quality of chesed that goes up causes the keser to come down. And therefore the keser, its entirety, is uh, man- is shaped and influenced and is evoked through chesed. And therefore the chesed quality that is expressed in za that is brought down and is uh, uh, expressed to the feminine, which is the malchus, the implementation. And so too, it says in the Mishnah's Chassidim regarding Shavuos, that the idea of the half shekel, because the shekel is made of silver, and silver is a quality of the chesed as it is invested in Tiferus. Remember, Tiferes is a combination of chesed and gevurah That kesef, silver, is the quality of the chesed within Tiferes. And again, if you think about a balance scale that's divided in perfect halves in order to do that, and that's the idea of the two halves of the shekel. One is the internal of Zah that becomes the Kesar of Za, becomes the ideal of Za. And this is the Kesar of Taira, which is still somewhat of a personal idea, conceptual academic. Like we know in the 613 pathways of Kesar of Za, there's a 613 mitzvahs. And this is like the one side of the balance scale that is dangling off of the string that keeps them uh, uh, connected. So it goes down, the other one goes up. And again, you put a a known weight on one side, and you put the other material that you're trying to determine its weight on the other side. That is, that we draw down the loftiest lights through the fulfillment of Torah and Mitzvahs, which are, again, pointed downwards in the implementation in this world. That this draws down a revelation of the infant light of Hashem from above to below. And this is what what we mean when we say we bring the kesser, the conceptual ideal, into the Zohar, the Zeir pin the internal mitzvah. And it lights up in all three aspects of Chesed, Gevur, and Tferis, which manifest themselves in Torah, Avoida, which is davening, and Acts of Kindness. What's the second half of the shekel? That's the conceptual side. What's the other one, regarding which it says the half shekel is uplifted to Hashem? That's the half of Chesed that we mentioned before, that is drawn down, to become the kesar the ideal of the feminine quality of nukvah, that is, the quality of chesed that draws it down from above, in order that there be a response from the feminine quality, that is, the masculine approaches the feminine in hopes of a response for the idea of the kesser of the ideal. Being brought into the feminine is the simple, innate desire to be subsumed within the infinity of Hashem, beyond any rational explanation, beyond any expo- intellectual explanation. This is what we mean when we say in the Shemar, all your everything, that we should draw down this passion, this keser into the Jewish people through drawing it down from above. And when it's brought down into the pragmatic, it stimulates the recipient to want to be close. And this is the idea of the half shekel being a uplifted offering, a of true malachem. Again, Truman being uplifted, even though this half of chesed that we said is drawn from above to below, but the primary drawing down is in order that there be a responsive elevation, which is that the nukva, the feminine, the recipient, the pragmatic, should also be uplifted and connected with this level of Kesser Like it says regarding this half of Truma to Hashem that is an uplifting, like it says in other places. On the Posik that you should grant those who go before you khem, that there are two types of progress, from above to below, through Torah and Mitzvahs, and from below to above, that is also through drawing down the infinite light of Hashem through <coughs> the description of the sanctity of the 500 pathways of Aruch Antin. Specifically, in this manner, we draw down this quality of Bithel, and this is what it means, that there are two halves of the shekel. Here, like it's explained, uh, we can understand what we say regarding Isarusa de la Ela, the gift that is initiated from above, which is prompted by the Sarusa de la Sata, by an initiation from us, as explained in the Yitzchayim, in the description of the feminine-masculine dynamics. In order that there be this capacity to be receptive to it is also by a gift that's given from above. Like it says in the siddur regarding the phrase, the voice is the voice of Yaakov. Now, in the spelling there, the first word for voice is spelled only with kuf-lamid. And the second word, even though it's pronounced the same and it's the same word, it's spelled kuf vav lamed. What's the difference between the call call the two different voices, This is a level that is drawn down to uh, initiate that the feminine, the recipient, should only get a basic awareness of the idea and not yet be drawn down into a personalized fashion. Like it says, my right hand, I embrace them. But the drawing down of the masculine after the stimulus from the feminine is in a manner that it is far more profoundly personal, integrated. Like we draw down the relationship uh, between the masculine and the feminine, that it should be uh, contained within the feminine and developed within the feminine, and not just to be a generic sense, like the distinction of union versus only a closeness. And this is the two levels of the half shekel, that these are these two forms of expression from the masculine. The Shekel Hakodesh is drawing down the level of chachmah from this quality that connects from the Father, the masculine, which is called Kodesh Kuf Dalid Shin No Vav, that is higher and more profound than a level called Kodesh Kuf Dalid Vav Shin with the Vav to sanctify it in this level of the balance scale. That is the Shekel Hakodesh No Vav. That is, it draws down from a sort of broad sense of Chesed. In these two levels of light, it's a direct gift, but since the recipient is not yet prepped for it, they're not as receptive. And then there is a response, that is, the half that comes from chesed that is drawn into the feminine, in order to allow for the feminine to be elevated and respond in kind, which is through the gift of the masculine, to arouse the feminine to wish to be close. But here it's only a closeness, it's not union. The half shekel, that is, a truma to Hashem, that is uplifted, that is, when we can uplift it through this half shekel, through which, and practically, they are going to buy the karbonis, which represents the idea of taking the physical, the most pragmatic, and transforming it, that it should be elevated and subsumed into this level called kesef, this longing and desire for complete surrender and this level of chesed of the half shekel that is drawn down into the feminine. So this chesed, this half that comes from the chesed that is direct into the czar, from whence it brings down the very essence of the masculine into the character. And from the character, there are these three expressions that follow Torah, which is Torah and service of Hashem and gemilas chasadim. And from this level, it draws out the the masculine that comes after the feminine, that is the masculine is drawn down into the feminine. It becomes absolute union, which is embedded into the very essence of it. And this is represented in the lion that consumes the carbonis, which is a gift from above that follows this innovation from below. And that is, through the mitzvahs, we draw down a greater level of light and a greater level of union, a a most direct form of it. So, to recap this idea, when the masculine initiates the relationship, the feminine is not readied for it, so there is going to be closeness but not union, because it comes from the kesser, from the very essence of the male, into his character, and in his attempt to can uh, communicate this to the feminine, it will result in closeness, but not union. When, however, the feminine preps itself, and it is ready to become completely aligned with the masculine, and that is achieved through the performance of mitzvahs, now the masculine and feminine not only have closeness, they have absolute union. Next paragraph, Randaf Kufya Be'ez Ahmed Be'ez, Amid Gimel on the backside, on the right hand side, and this is what it means: the Samti Kad, kad. So this is a pasuk in Yeshaya that says, "You will make windows of jasper." It describes about wealth, and it's often quoted in Hasidus as an illustration of the time of Mashiach because of its great physical opulence and wealth. The phrase there is Kad Kad, Kad twice. What does this mean, cod twice? Now, cod is 24, which is a third of 72. 72 being one of the methods through which we can spell out Hashem's name. And it's drawn down into the internal midas. That is one level of cod that is drawn down to the feminine, like the masculine approaching the feminine that can, as we said, result through this direct light in a response, as we know from this idea. So there are two levels of kad and kad, and the two are linked. That is, as much as one engages in Torah and mitzvahs, which is the half shekel that draws down the light from godliness, this uh, evokes a commensurate response in davening, which is the service of our heart, the second half of the shekel, the half shekel, because, again, uh, chesed is divisible, as we said, into two equal parts, and the two are linked. And this is like the two sides of a balance scale, that as much as you push down on one, or like we would say in a seesaw, so too the other one goes up, as explained in other places. And this is why it says that they should give all who pass by for the count. And the count is a reference to the 248 pukudin. In one context, it means count. In the other, it means directives of the king, the half shekel which is the ten spheres of the direct light that is drawn down from above through the fulfillment of the 248 obligations. And through this, we have the other half shekel of the feminine that expands upon the keser, the ultimate objective of the feminine, as is described in B'chol Me'odech. Again, just as the king wishes to have a child, so he approaches the queen, but if the queen is not yet prepped, to, there can be closeness but not union, but when the queen is prepped, there is can be union, and that can produce something far greater than the king could ever produce on his own. And this refers to the giving of the uh, half shekel, which is used to purchase the ice. But again, the idea is also relevant to both sides of it, both halves, that is the half that is directly bought from Hashem, evoked by the Torah and mitzvahs, and the half that is initiated by the people both of them evoke this quality. And this is alluded to in this phrase that has kat as one word. And this is what we said before, the two levels of the masculine. I explained in other places that the half-shekel is, on one hand, the masculine quality that motivates the feminine quality. That is, that through his sharing from his quality, he brings about this level from the feminine that it should also respond. And that's why it is called the half-shekel. Uh, Mahtzis Hashakel with the yud, because the letter yud, when we spell it, its name is spelled yud vav dalid, and the vav dalid, as is explained there, is the example of the balance scale. Though as much as it goes down on one side, which is the gift from the masculine, that's how much it elevates the other side, which is the elevation of the feminine. So just as it is that the king approaches the queen. As much as the king will be attentive and approach the queen, that much she will be elevated to be aligned with the king. As such, it is certainly uh, causational that as much as one side of the seesaw goes down or the balance scale the other side goes up, this is that idea that as much as the masculine will approach the feminine, it will cause a response from the feminine based on what we said, this is this elevation of the second side is what is drawn down through the half of the chesed that comes down into the feminine. That this quality of the balance scale going down is through the half of the chesed that is brought down. Remember, there's a conceptual idea of chesed. And then there's the applied side of chesed. That's the second half. And this is what is achieved through our engagement in davening and our engagement in Torah and mitzvahs. Based on this, we see that according to as much as, again, one side goes down, that's how much the other side goes up. As much as the masculine approaches the feminine, the feminine responds in kind. And the two are linked. As we said, the two can be divided together at once. And this is what it means when it says that there's nothing that comes from above without there being direction It goes as much as the masculine will evoke a response from the feminine is only a tiny drop. Again, that word tipa, that is a general arousal that the recipient should want to thus be close with the giver in so many ways. And in general, this is the two methods of love and reverence. And this is why it says that there are not drops, plural, that come back above from a below and why it says that you should elevate kisisa as b'nei We draw it down the level of keser, from the feminine, which is the quality of b'chol through the half shekel, the half of chesed that is drawn down into the feminine, into their counts, of kudehem, like again it said makam david, which is again a form of deficiency. And the idea being that through the lion-shaped fire that comes down and consumes the that identifies and and finds it in the ultimate perfect way to separate out the negative and completely dismiss it so that it is completely lost, and it it, that is, the negative qualities are completely consumed, and thus it becomes like a cauldron that smelts silver. Like we say in the Shemones, please forgive us because we are coming closer and closer to Hashem. So we are ridding ourselves of any impurities. And so too is it every era of Shabbos that we draw up this level of klipas Neuge, that the neiga wishes to become subsumed uh, in, the, in the fire that comes from above. This is why eating and so forth is a mitzvah on Shabbos, because we want to beat out the negative characteristic, and the good that's in klipas neiga should be elevated on high, and the good should be pushed away. This is why it's a mitzvah for one to wash himself with hot water on Shabbos, like it's explained. And similarly, the idea of the half shekel, which is again a drawing down from above to below. And in this manner, we detach ourselves from the negative. And this is why the Pasik says, "To so the kudahab to their accounts. Each one should give koifer Nafshei. That is, koifer is a form of redemption, that he redeems himself from Shachas, which is a bad place. <laughs> and whoever redeems himself in this way, that is, he puts something there in his stead, which is the money that he brings instead. Like it says uh, uh, in Eoiv, redeem him from descending to the pit, for I have ransomed him. And it says regarding the carbonis that it is about discovering the good that is within the bad, the, the nothing within that something. Nevertheless, in order to placate the sitra achra, there has to be something that it is given and that it can derive some nourishment from a secondary aspect of the carbonis, And that is from the smoke to give them some sustenance and to placate them that we they should willingly participate and therefore not oppose the overwhelming power of holiness, and that the carbon should ultimately be a pleasant aroma to the highest of highest levels by identifying the good and plucking it from the bad. And it is gives them, that is the klipa, only a tiny bit of uh, nourishment. But the true identification of the good from the bad is multiple times immeasurable. Then the tiny bit that is given to the, to, to the negative that is elevated from, again, the scattered godliness that's the result of the shattered vessels of Shvera Nevertheless, in order to give something that should go in its place, because it's a form of exchange, this is the tiny bit that is given off to the klepa, which is represented in the smoke. And this is that tiny little bit uh, relative to the good that is identified within it. Similarly, we find by the seer Hamishtalech and Yom Kippur, the goat that was sent away to die, that it says it carries away our sins, that the person's sins are atoned through it. Like we say in uh, in an era of Yom Kippur, this is my exchange. And similarly, we say, um, and we, we allow ourselves to be clean and elevated to Hashem and know outside influence should be with us, like no stranger was allowed into the Kedesh HaKadashi. And similarly, when the quality of the feminine rises up to receive, even if it only gets the cellulose, the sediment, the leftover in the birth process of the afterbirth and the menstrual blood and so on. And then what is remains is the, is the healthy side, which creates the child. Similarly, in the half shekel, the truma to Hashem, the elevation of the feminine above, we discard the secondary, and we uh, identify the positive. In all of this, we can understand what the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Daf Lamitessamit says, in the mashal that Remeir gave about. As uh, Rashi explains that the fox tricked the wolf to going into the Jewish community on of Shabbos. And he said, you'll go and you'll eat with them. But when they got there, he was trapped. And the, he said, how do I get out? And there was some sort of, again, like a teeter-totter in the water that the fox went on one side. He tricked the uh, wolf into going there by showing him the reflection of the moon in the water. And he went. And uh onto that um uh, piece of wood and it and it and it uh, elevated the other one up and so on. As he went down, his uh, the, the one who was tricking him, the fox went up. What's this whole story? Why did he trick him? This so we're on Dafkufi Gimelam and now. The point being that the six work days are in general drawing down from the six parameters of creation top, bottom, right, left, and the four um directions and so forth. Then, error of Shabbos, we start to elevate ourselves into a level of Shabbos, a total aliyah. And then we're able to bring the physical world to be subsumed within the spiritual and draw its nourishment from there. So that for the rest of the six weekdays, every single day, it will be apportioned from the Kedusha that we collected up on Shabbos. And this elevation on Shabbos is through what we do during the six weekdays, that we collect up the godliness that was scattered during the shattering of the vessels. And that's why for six weekdays we work, each person in their own job, this person in his olive garden, this person in his vineyard. And the objective is that through this work, we elevate the divine sparks through davening with the power that we derive from the food. We give tzedakah from the money we earn. And the more that we can find godliness during the weekday, the more the Shabbos is elevated. Because on Shabbos, you cannot do boirah. You cannot separate out. Meaning, uh, analogously, you cannot separate out kedusha. That's why on Shabbos, we don't do any work. We don't go down into the physical world, into the, the parameter of the six, the four directions up and down, to try and find the godliness. On Shabbos, the world has been elevated to a level as a result of our activities during the week. And therefore, it says that it was only sort of uh, reluctantly that they permitted us even to speak words of Torah on Shabbos, because quiet would actually be a superior level. It would be a more profoundly spiritual level if we had total surrender and we're just quiet, like it says, that the soul, the, the heavens were completed. It means that there's a total surrender of self. And that's why on Shabbos it's a mitzvah to sing. Like the Arizal explains, that song is a form of expression of the soul, kolosan nefesh. And in the Beit Hamikdash there was even more singing because they had musaf. And this is what uh, the Gemara says that we are yitzin in b'shir and imshach in b'shir. That we go out with song and we come in with song. It's a play on the words. The idea being that we completely express our surrender of self to the level that we can completely on our own go into song higher than any level that we could go on our own. We draw down from above to below, and from below to above. And this is the level of Torah, because Torah is the divine wisdom, the combination of letters that are sourced in wisdom. And nigan, melody, is a total bittal, without any words or letters. It is only an expression of self, a total longing. Nevertheless, chazal do permit us to speak words of Torah, because even melody, which is a bittal, is really difficult impossible for us to to achieve uh, entirely. And that's why we have to have the particular wording. We have to have the heichal of Hashem that has to be uh, structured through words. And through this, we are able to reach that level of bittu, as explained in other places uh, and so on. And that's why the story with the fox and the wolf is a mushal for klipa and the wicked. And this is why the fox tripped, tricked, the wolf, to enter into the Jewish quarter in Eros Because on Eros the klipa, represented by the fox and the wolf, come and wish to be subsumed within Kedusha, because they have completed the service of identifying godliness in all of the six weekdays, which represent the six directions, the four northwest, east, south, up and down. And this comes now to take its portion of it, And that's why it wants to be elevated in Erev Shabbos. And then it is drawn down from above, like it draws down to to, the fire that comes from above. And this is the Marshall Bremer when it says that they attacked him. That is, when the wolf came into the Jewish quarter, he was trapped. And the Shua, the fox, says, come and see where it is in the place to eat and drink. Because it says, let us come and make Shabbos, one who has worked on error of Shabbos. That is, he has identified the godliness in the ordinary weekdays during the six work days. And now he is able to enjoy without the work on Shabbos. And this is the idea of the mushal of the well. And on its edge, there was uh, a, a stick. And there was a rope that lay across it, and the two ropes carried these two buckets, and the shual, the fox, came into the top bucket, and this teeter-totter dynamic went off, that he showed him the reflection of the moon, and he thought it was cheese, and that's how he tricked the wolf into going into the lower box to push him up. What is the, the message of this image of the moon that he showed him in the water? This is the level of shame bond, one of the ways in which we can spell it God's name, that fell down into the uh, world and its trap through the shattering of the vessels, down to the what we call the lower waters. And they need to be purified and elevated. That is, the receptive level, the, uh, the well of living water has to be elevated. How do you do that? By going down on one side. And that's the message of this uh, teeter-totter idea of the two buckets that by the fox going down in one. It shoots up the other one. Uh, That is, by going down into the world and finding its godliness, we elevate and spring forward the the godliness at a higher level, as is explained with the half shekel. That through one side going down, it brings the other side going up. And this helps us understand the idea of the Raya Mahemna of the Maqsat This concludes the Meimer for this Parsha kisisa.